Hey. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Why are you calling me? Um. Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with me is Stephen H. Garcia. What up? And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. And Ray. Hello. We do have actually some gaming news to talk about, but should we just do what, made it, what we're playing? Yeah. Press start to play. Okay. Because it... I'll start There's since a lot I of took news in that too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I went really old school and I started Red Dead Redemption. I had start what? I love that game. Oh, it is. There's a lot. To, there is a lot to it. Um, and then looking at the screen when it comes up, I'm like, oh, it's 2005 through 2010. Those are still the. <laughs> wow. Like, wow! I didn't realize this game was quite that old. Yeah. But it still works. It's still a very fun, well-written game. Yeah. You know, the it's fun to go hunting and skinning animals uh-huh. and getting treasure. There is some stuff that's fairly clunky, like, you know, the way you urge the horses to go on. Yes. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. And the game that I borrowed from my brother ages ago actually contains the zombie oh, yes. version. As, so I'll have something to play after that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'll, you know, I never played that version of it, but I did play the first one. I just, I just loved it. I mean, the story is so engrossing. Yeah, um, it's not, and I don't want to say zombie version. That was a sort of a misspeak there. It's a brand new story. It's just told with zombies, but it actually right. does have some. It's like the zombie DLC. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool, and they are supposed to be coming out with another one at some point in the near future. Well, you know, that one was even a sequel. Because there was a game called Red Dead Revolver, hmm. um, and I think that was sort of like PS2, GameCube era, but then I don't think that that one was actually developed by um, Rockstar, um, and then the second one somehow got developed by Rockstar, which is the same team that does the Grand Theft Auto games, and it was just like, when this one came out, it was just like so far better than the previous one. Like, people don't even remember the original one. I certainly didn't. <laughs> But yeah, it definitely has a little bit of that Grand Theft Auto feel to it. Yes. Uh, and the, I got caught in a rainstorm mm-hmm. the other, last night when I was playing it, and it was it's very consistent. Like, the rainstorm doesn't just come and last for like two minutes. It lasted for a good like five to seven minutes, and I still was out there doing things, and even when I interacted with characters in cutscenes, it was still raining. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they're very consistent with that. Oh, that's good. So the weather stays with the cutscenes? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, all right, Adam, what are you playing? Um, well, I've been playing uh, Pokemon Go still. I have one candy, one Eevee candy left. I have to talk <laughs> about this a little bit because I've been trying to get one more fucking Eevee <laughs> to get Flareon and complete my Eeveelutions. <laughs> but I have not gotten a single Eevee in over a week. And I've been like trying to like get one everywhere, and it just knows. It just knows that I'm waiting for one, and it's refusing to spawn one. That's how it was when I, when we first came out. I, all I wanted was an Eevee, uh-huh. and I didn't get one for like almost a month. Oh, <laughs> I gosh. feel you, because I'm one more Eeveelution away. I need oh. Jolteon, uh-huh. and I think I need three more Eevees, and they'll like pop up, and then 
I'll catch them and they'll escape and run away. And I'm just like, Ugh. now you're just taunting. I know. <laughs> and, and you know the the names thing doesn't work anymore. <gasps> really? It yeah, doesn't. They, they took it away. Fuck. No. Wow, why would they do that? How am I supposed to get my cruelty <laughs> on now? You're gonna just have to keep on doing. It. Oh, oh man. Damn it. That's yeah. Lame. It really sucks. Oh my god. I'm gonna so still name it Pyro and try to get Flareon. Right. Okay. So I'm what so is it trying. now? If you if you. It's just like dumb luck now. Oh, it's luck. To see how they evolve. Yeah. Well, there's eight evolutions, right? There's only three. three. There's only three right now. There's eight in the Pokemon series. Oh, okay. But we're still on the original 150. Got it. Okay. But I have to say, okay, because I've been trying to get water-type Pokemon for the longest time. (laughs) Um, So this weekend, (laughs) Adolfo and I went hiking around the Hollywood Reservoir in hopes of getting some water-type Pokemon. Seriously, I put a, I put an incense, <laughs> a and lure. I got like two fucking pidgeys. <laughs> we were walking by the water. I saw actual uh, sea turtles like in the water, and no Squirtle. What? <laughs> That's super lame. I gotta take you to the pier over here because like you would oh see a Squirtle. My God. I know. I need to definitely do like Santa Monica Pier, yeah. one of the like yeah. things where there's lots of people because I think yeah. it was just too sparse. Plus, then the our signal was like spotty because we're kind of like covered by the hills. And right, that uh, that area, there's hills all around it, aren't right. there? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The, the more people there are in one area, the more things come out. Uh huh. So like, if you're at, at a watery area with a lot of people, then then they come out. Cool. But you know, when Brittany and I went to Santa Monica Pier, we we got water Pokemon, but we didn't get only water Pokemon. Like we had a lot of Geo dudes. We had a lot of. Um, not Pidgeys, but like Pidgeotos uh-huh. and Pidgeots come out. We had a lot of like... And those are the evolved versions yeah. of Pidgeys. Right. Yeah. yeah, but we had like a lot of normal type Pokemon too. Like, uh-huh. don't get me wrong. Like, we did have Magikarps come out. We did have um, Tentacles come out. So we did get water Pokemon, but they weren't the only Pokemon there. Mm-hmm. And I was actually expecting a lot more water Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but like... Because you can't get water Pokemon on land anywhere. It seems no. Like. Well, I'm curious to know which of you has the most Magikarps. Probably Steven. He's at the pier every day. Ah. (laughs) I have to check, but I'm... I'm pretty up there. Well, did he's you see? He's just searching for Pokemon while he's selling that culo right. on the pier. Did right. you see the news that no, they Texas like, sell culo? <laughs> did we see the news about We're what? We're cursing in Spanish now. <laughs> We're so multinational. See, That's so awesome. Um, no, that that apparently Niantic is now um, barring people. They actually are. You know, anybody that uses uh, programs to help them catch. Pokemon. Oh, or, yeah, I heard. I saw that too. Yeah, they're yeah. starting to kick them out. Yeah, they're booting wow. the the. Because there's some people that are, are hacking the system and changing like a Pidgey to look like something crazy, and uh-huh. they're giving like those stats, so they're just like they're cheating the system. Right. Oh. Yeah. Huh. And so they're just kicking those out. Yeah. Kicking which, those people which out. Which is good. So, uh, well, and cheaters on there. they also are using Google to to somehow spoof to pretend that they're not that they're in a different country. Than they actually are, yeah. They're, and so they can pretend, or they're they're. I'm not a genius when it comes to this, but so I'll just go. Like they have somehow fooled the game into thinking that their location is actually in Europe. Yeah, like sure. Uh, so that then they can get the that the, special European Pokemon yeah. Go. The four other region exclusives. Yeah, and I have to say I'm really impressed that people. Okay, yeah, they're cheating. 
but that somebody is actually bothering and it has the capability to come up with this kind of yeah. uh, program yeah. is pretty fucking smart. When, That's crazy. And then also it's kind of smart of them being able to be like, hey, these people are cheating. You know, exactly which ones. Yes. So where are we? Let's see. I'm at 58 Magikarp candy. Okay. 247. Oh Fuck my god. You. I have like three. <laughs> <laughs> so you caught one magic card. I got one Yay. magic card. And is it because you're going, Stephen, you're going down by the ocean all the time? Is that why you. Yeah, the, our pier has like a lot of really good water types. And for some odd reason, like that area now has a lot of Vulpix. Oh, oh, I gotta go down so there. Like they're, they're I want everywhere. a nine tails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want one of those. I almost got a second nine tails already. Mm-hmm. I want nine tails. Yeah. All right. But I do actually have a, a new game what? that I've been playing, okay. like a real console game. Lay it on us. So I finally um, decided to get Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Ooh. and it's really good. Is that that's not the one with brothers, the brother and sister? Yeah, is it? it's oh, with it the is. twins. Yeah, okay. with Evie. With, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jacob and Evie Fry. Um, I've only, I'm not that far. I just started it this weekend, but. I feel like if they would have just left out Unity, this game would have been so much more better received. Because you didn't really... I mean, people said, like, Syndicate was fine, but it didn't really seem to be, like, the big blockbuster that they were hoping for. Where didn't they come out practically back-to-back? They just came out one year after another. Each holiday season, they came out... So, I think now now they're actually taking their times. Yeah, realizing that they don't need I don't think there's one coming out this year. Okay. Uh, So they're actually building it up now. Well... If anything, because we have the Assassin's Creed movie coming out, we all yes. we all saw the trailer together when we saw Suicide Squad. Oh my God, we didn't. More when of I that saw, later. We didn't have that. Oh, trailer. well, you should have come with trailer. us. Shit. <laughs> um, so maybe they'll take the time to do souped-up versions of Assassin's Creed and put those out instead right. of focusing they'll, on. They'll probably make like a movie version of the game. That wah, wah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if maybe that would be maybe great. Maybe that'll be a, like a bubble game. Oh, isn't there a mobile game already? Yeah, there's but a no one played it. Yeah, oh. but I have to say, so most of the time you can choose whether you play Evie or Jacob. Like especially when you're in, when you're just not in a mission and you're just like doing free play, mm. you can switch back and forth like at, at any time. So of course I'm only playing Evie. Right. <laughs> um, and each of them, like as you build your skill trees, each of them sort of has like exclusive skills. So at the end, when you sort of develop them to the end they have different strengths and weaknesses. Isn't okay. she like the more stealthy one and he's the more brawler Yeah, one? she's more stealth, he's more brawler, but even like with the story, she's after like the pieces of Eden and he's more after the killing, taking over the Templar's territory. So they're still like playing the Assassin's Creed, but they're, you know, they're each sort of focused on a different aspect of it, which story-wise actually is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. And the one thing that I think is makes this so much better than Unity is that it's really... I think they've taken a lot of game elements from The Shadow of Mordor, <laughs> where um, you're basically sort of like taking over different factions of the Templar control over London. And so um, they have like the mini-bosses and the big-bosses, so it's sort of like, you, you know... It's not 
just, you know, do this mission, do this mission, do this mission. There's sort of, like, these big goals, and you can kind of see, like, the hierarchy of these, like... Oh, that's cool. ...of, like, the Templars that you have to kind of go through in order to take over the territory. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. And I remember you said that that's very similar to, to the Mortar game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't feel repetitive like how they normally are? Not so far. <laughs> I mean, obviously I haven't played it that much, but they've definitely cut down, like... In Unity, there was so many locked chests, and you had to do this locked chest, like lock picking mini game that was so dreadful and then there is lock picking in this but you just have to build your skill and then you will just automatically open it there's not this like annoying mini game to do (laughs) just to like get you know stupid money out of a chest is the lock picking similar to um um christ the the very long game that was skyrim where you have you have to use your controllers yeah in unity it was similar to that where you had you had like tumblers and you had to there's like a thing that moved up and down and then you had to like stop it right in the area in oh, order no. to like get the, each pin in the right yeah. place. That's uh, it's different so than it's similar, Skyrim. But different, but yeah. The fact that you still have to do something like that. Yes. To, ugh. Yeah. Great. But it's fun and the graphics are beautiful and because it takes place later than most of the Assassin's Creed games, um, it, this takes place in 1863 London. So you still you get a lot of the industrial revolution. Mm. The you know Big Ben is built, like you know all the like Victorian buildings in London are built. So you sort of get all the like gilded stuff that a lot of the older Assassin's Creed games don't really have because they're kind of from the Dark Ages or from the Renaissance, you know. And so I feel like there's more detail in the architecture. That's cool. And while you're like climbing it, it's pretty fun, and you get a little grappling hook, so you can climb up Big Ben (laughs) in like one second. Yay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Did you ever play uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue? I never did. No, but that was one that I heard was good. That was the, like the one that came out the same time as Black Flag, right? Uh, no, it came it, out the same time as Unity, I think. Yeah, same time as Unity. It bridges Black Flag, which is the fourth one, but Assassin's Creed Three actually comes after what four. <laughs> and so Rogue wasn't, bridges. Wasn't Black Flag kind of it's like like if the Assassin's Creed was going in a straight line, didn't Black Flag kind of go off and come back? Sort of. It wasn't chronological. It was a little different than the others, but it actually is Assassin's Creed Four. That's how it's titled. Okay. Um, um, but it's so good. And actually, the mission that I'm on right now with Evie, <clears throat> she is going to the home of um, um, Edward Kenway. That sounds right. The, yeah. the, the protagonist of Black Flag. Gotcha. Oh, that's cool. To find, to get clues about the piece of Eden. Black Flag was the one I was trying to play when my PlayStation died. Oh, no! I wonder. But we'll get to that. <laughs> but that's all. I'm done now. <laughs> Ray? Well, I... actually, let's, let's ask Steven, because then you can... We'll go to Steven. Okay, Steven, <laughs> what are you currently playing? Uh, I, well, I just finished episode one of the Batman Telltale Games. <gasps> Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was actually really good. Uh, was, was it typical Telltale game storytelling? Yeah. Um, but, like, like in the beginning, it was kind of fun. Like, you get to choose the color of your back tech. Cute. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, so all Batman's, like, weapons glow a certain way. Mm. So you could make it, like, glow blue or red or whatever. Is uh, that... That doesn't help you in gameplay. No. Oh. It's just... Like, <laughs> it's, it's just a it's cute cosmetic. little thing. Right. Can you just, choose pink? Sure. The red is kind of pinkish. Okay. <laughs> but, like, the the story was really cool. Um, most of it was, like, you're Bruce Wayne and you're, you're finding out about the city or, and then you're teaming up with Harvey Dent before he's Two-Face. 
Oh, and oh, so Harvey yeah. Dent is running for mayor, and you're like his backer. So you're okay. oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. And As, you're you're living in Batman's attic. Is that the joke? Yeah. You, what's the joke? It was um. It said, "Wait, is Batman living in Bruce Wayne's basement?" And Batman says, "No, Bruce Wayne is living in Batman's attic." <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a lot of Bruce Wayne stuff you had to do, which yeah. was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's a part where like. You know the the mob boss Falcone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part where like Bruce Wayne had a whole like fundraiser at his house and Falcone showed up. Oh. And then like everyone was like, oh, is Bruce Wayne dealing with Falcone? And then there was this whole thing with that. Oh. Uh, like, I shook his hand. Like it was an option to shake his hand, and that came back and totally haunted me. Oh. I was like, fuck. Damn. Oh no. <laughs> so are you downloading this or is it yes, on? Yes, it's okay. Right so it, they're releasing it chapter by chapter. Yeah. And this just came out, yeah. right? It was like two hours long. Wow. Oh, how long are the how chapter. long are the chapters or uh, how much are the chapters? Like four ninety nine or something. Cheap. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. There was a whole like Catwoman section of the thing, nice. where you actually ran into her like as Catwoman, and then later on as Selena. Oh, nice. And it was a really good like Selena's out on a date with Harvey, and then <laughs> oh. Harvey walks away, and they both give each other like devil eyes. <laughs> like, oh. like they know, so they right know each other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. But you don't know yet who the villain is. Uh, there's like another vill- it kind of seems like it might be Scarecrow but I don't know the, you talk to Penguin and there's like this newer version of Penguin where he was like he was skinny but he was like a bum huh. British guy who okay it was crazy so that's I was going to ask you about if the look of this is similar to what they already built up with the Arkham Asylum games it's a little different yeah. uh the thing that they did copy over from the Arkham game is, you know, when he's uh, in detective mode and he, like, puts together a crime scene? Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of happened, but it, mm-hmm. it happened in a different way. Like, you saw items, like a bullet wound, and then you saw, like, uh, something else on the other wall, and you had to link them together. And if they linked together, like, you would see the, the thing act out. Okay. Is this using a computer, though? Uh, it's like, like his back or is, mask. Okay. Or, because I would imagine that this is going to be a, much more of a detective-oriented yeah, game. Yeah, it's really detective Right. So I didn't know if he always needed his bat tech to draw those connections, mm-hmm. or if he could just be have the powers of observation. The world's greatest detective. Yeah. yeah. Sherlock Holmes solved right. cases and didn't need all that tech. <laughs> he was lazy. He was a... No- oh, you know, you know who he is? Uh, You're not going to say who? Uh, but there was a part in the when you're about to go into like a fight, like he sent out a drone, and he like went to every possible person you're gonna fight, and then mm-hmm. found out how to take them down. Oh, that's cool. cool. And then like you went in and you did the the moves. It so, was really cool. So that's the the one thing I wanted to ask about because so far the Telltale games, as far as the action goes, have been just sort of like. Uh, you know, like a zombie's chasing you and you kind of go left and then hit square and, you know, is it more like that or is there an actual combat system? Uh, it's like that, but it's mm-hmm. like the combat's pretty fast. Okay. Like there was times where, like, you know when you and I played it, we played the... the when we played the Beast Within yeah. and thank God you were doing all that yeah. because his reflexes are very quick when he's <laughs> jumping out windows and stuff. It's faster. Holy. That's... <laughs> and there was times wow. where we're like, fuck, damn it. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow. You get? So is, is the art style the same as like the Wolf Within and uh, Walking Dead, and... Kind of, and it actually looks better. Cool. Mm. Like, they, but is it still sort of like that three D two D? Yeah, but it, it looks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yes. you know how like that that two D three D look kind of clunky uh-huh. at times. Like yeah. this is a lot smooth. Okay. Smoother. Cool. Um, it's kind of funny when he's Bruce Wayne. He looks a lot <laughs> like Archer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's like sad Archer. <laughs> 
But uh, so far, it's pretty good. I can't wait for episode two. Cool. So, yeah. How often are they coming out? Uh, oh, just whenever they're released. Right. They usually come out like, like once, once a month. A month I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that that is what occupied your time. Yeah. And Any Pokemon Go. Right. <laughs> well, he has like 287 Magikarp candies. Right. I'm so behind. <laughs> well, only 123 left. Oh, God. Something like Something. that. I will have a Gyarados for next month. <laughs> well, Ray. Wah wah, what have you been able to play? Um, Pokemon Go. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Um, The good news is, I do have a PlayStation again. Yay! We replaced that uh, yesterday. Okay. Day before yesterday. And GameStop didn't give you any shit? Nope. Apparently, we bought the warrant, or there was a warranty attached to it. Nice. So we were able to replace it. We just handed them the old one, they gave us a new one. And then um, while we were in there, Britt found the clearance section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we bought a whole bunch of new games that I have yet to really play uh-huh. because we've been focusing a lot on wedding stuff. Of course. So that is in 39 days, but I'm not counting <laughs> anything. In seven hours and 30 seconds. <laughs> no, at this point in 39 days, I will have already been married and partying. Wow. Woo! So, um, are you registered anywhere? Yes, we are at Target mm-hmm. and Bed Bath and Beyond and Macy's for all those fancy people. Nice. When you register, are you? How's that go? They're registered under each of their individual names. No, it's no, the you can it's find them under either. Ray and Brittany. And okay. then, so you like go in. It's like Ray and Brittany, or so like an item number. Rachel and Brittany. I don't know if we did Ray. I think we did Ray and Brittany. It's okay. not the long cocks wedding. It's not the long cocks wedding. <laughs> right. um, but <laughs> if you if you like go in and you look us up, then we they like give you a list of things that we registered for, yeah. and then it will tell you on that list if somebody's already purchased it right. or not. So oh yeah, always so you don't about end, that. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't end up with thirty punch bowls. Yeah, right. So it says on there like how many we want, and then it will say how many have been purchased or not. Ah, okay. So nice. Then you don't have to worry about repurchasing something. Right. So we have a whole bunch of new games. Um, I have a list. Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. <laughs> Do you have one that you're like the most excited to start? Um, out of all the games we got, I should be excited about a lot more of them. But we got one of the older Call of Duty games, uh-huh. uh, Modern Warfare Three, which I've already beaten in the past, like on somebody else's console. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited to play it again at like a higher level. So mm. um, it will be a little bit more challenging. But it's Call of Duty, and that's. That's my thing. Yeah. So we bought, um, here's my list, The Last of Us, Yay! which we I pulled up and I played through like the first 10 minutes and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm already super anxious. Right. Yeah. It, it is a little uh, The first stressful. 10 minutes, like that opening scene, I was like, fuck. Oh yeah. my God. I was sitting there and I'm like, it's light outside and I'm already having nightmares. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I'll attempt that again, but we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. That one, like, after you get past that first scene, then there's a lot of, like, just, like, wandering around and then... The thing stuff. is, like, it's a zombie game, so you're wandering around, and zombies just happen to show up. Yes. And I don't like things popping out at me. Well, there are even... Because s- I don't have that reflex. <laughs> I, I, I jump, and then by the time I get to pushing buttons, uh-huh. they've already killed me. Right. Did yeah. you learn the super listening skill? No, I haven't learned anything yet. <laughs> I just crawled through a hole in the wall. <laughs> I think it's pretty soon you learn that like, you just hold in place and you can listen, and you can kind of tell where things are 
hiding behind walls. Well, then maybe I'll have to. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna try it again. <laughs> I'm gonna try it again. It's just like I was really like already on edge, and I'm like, I can't do this well, right now. And to me, they're even worse than zombies, right? Because yeah, they're the living dead, but they've got they're cannibalistic. Well, and they've got aren't there some of them that have like uh, crystalline heads, heads yeah. or something like yeah. that? They're like they're basically unstoppable, so you have to like be extra quiet and yeah. like go around and then the, shank them. There really? is a pro tip Fantastic. coming right now. There is a level at the end that is basically like a tunnel full of them. And if you walk slowly enough, you can walk through the whole level without them detecting mm-hmm. you. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> keep that in mind. So we got that. Um, we bought Brittany GTA 4. Um She's a huge GTA fan, and she wanted that, so we got her that. Nice. Um, we also got her Gran Turismo. If you couldn't nice. tell, she liked Cars uh-huh. games. Um, we got God of War 1 and 2 in, like, the collector's oh, nice. thing, so we got two and one. I think I have cool. three if you want that. Well, once I beat one and two, then... <laughs> uh, yeah, you have a lot. Yeah. A lot on your slate. Um, we replaced Assassin's Creed Black Flag because oh, yeah, Black Flag wouldn't there. come out of the old oh. one, so That's fine. we replaced that. I finished it, and I think that was one that I actually bought. I didn't buy. I didn't borrow that. No, because I have it for PS4. Okay. Yeah. I think I got that one on like when they had like the online sales. Mm-hmm. It was like five bucks. I'm like score. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we replaced that one. It was only like two ninety nine. So I was like, well, I wanted to replace it anyway. It just happens to be really cheap, so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three, which I'm really excited about. We got Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh yeah. Which is is That's that the one f- you're playing? No, that's the Revelations one after Black is the, Flag. No, it's before Black Flag. Okay. Revelations is still an Ezio game, which who is, so it's basically two three. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yep. We got NHL fourteen, which I'm really excited about, and then Skyrim. <clears throat> oh, Skyrim. Boy. Yeah. Oh. Skyrim's gonna eat up so yeah, much of your time. I only made it like halfway through. So I yeah, like we uh, we got a whole bunch of new games, um, and then we played Little Big Planet because it was. Aww. already downloaded and it's a t- it was the only two player game we had that wasn't sports and she doesn't play sports so yeah. we ended up playing a bit, little bit planet for a little while yesterday but i haven't really had a chance to like really sit down and play yet yeah um were they able to i mean they didn't pull anything off the one that you turned in nope right? so all that work <sighs> yeah on i Black had Flag. done on uncharted oh. 2 oh. is oh. gone you don't have a ps plus account yeah, you should get that because it saves your, your saves. See, here's the thing. I know that, but I had, right before my old PlayStation died, I had gotten stuck on a level where I was just like, you know what? I just need to take a break. I put in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, try to, like, get my mind in a different mindset. Yes. And it stopped. Mm. I had three more chapters left. Oh. So <laughs> when I figured that out, I may have cried a little bit. Um, it's probably going to be a while before I go back to it just because I had gotten so far and now I'm just a little heartbroken about it. Yeah. So I'll play some other games. I'll probably put, throw in Skyrim. I'll probably throw in Call of Duty, figure some other things out, and then in the future I'll return to Uncharted 2. Well, and my Skyrim tip is that... You don't have to choose what kind of class or how you play. The way that you level your character is by using an action. So if you get a sword and you start swinging your sword, you will, exp- like your sword skills will increase. Okay. So you it basically just levels you how you are already playing the game. Gotcha. So you so it's kind of an, a cool way to just you know 
to kind of get into trying different classes by just doing it without having to choose. Awesome. Perfect. I'll keep that in mind. Yes. Okay, Adam, you wanted to play our newsroom guy. We actually do, well, I mean, it's not news news, but there was a, a big game release this week that I think is worth talking about, and that is No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, I had to look that up. It, it seemed to, for me, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, it was one of those ones that had a lot of buzz when it sort of premiered at E3, I think, and mm-hmm. at the different. Was this the one with the naked guy on the beach? No. No. That's No Man's Land? No, actually. <laughs> no, it might be because you start in this, like, crashed in a spaceship no, that's like on, like, a deserted dead, planet. Dead, dead, something. No. Oh, dead standing. Oh. Something standing. Okay. But this is, this is the game that sort of the hook was there's, like, a quadrillion number of planets or something that can appear. So eventually you get a spaceship and you can go from planet to planet. And so they use these mathematical algorithms to kind of randomly generate all these different things. So there's like infinite variations nah. in both the planets and in like the creatures that spawn. But I guess sort of how the reviews have been coming out, like it's mostly just exploration. There's not that much of a story What I, is what I've heard. Um, and basically pay for like a thousand years. Yeah, kind of. So I guess you can just play forever and ever, but... What, what I've sort of heard is that after a few hours, you still do start to see the repetition. Hmm. And um, Tracy, who has been a, a guest host on the podcast before, he actually pre-ordered it. But then on Amazon, I guess there was like a one to two month back order, which is crazy. Like, yeah. how can they not make that many games? But That's weird. Um, but then he canceled it after he kind of started reading some of the reviews and the early reviews were like pretty good oh it's fun and then like as the later reviews came out it's like oh it's fun for like a little while (laughs) and then it just kind of becomes more repetitious so we had uh one of my hosts at islands was talking about how um he enjoyed like when he got when you got the spaceship they had different like speeds so you could like kind of travel at your leisure through space or they had like a hyper speed one where you could go from dimension to dimension mm. um and he said that that was cool but that's all he really talked about mm-hmm. um he didn't really talk about any of the other gameplay he was just talking about the traveling and stuff he's like it was cool and then he like changed games yeah <laughs> well and one of the things that i've heard about it was that the one of the main mechanics is inventory management yeah like you get resources to upgrade your spaceship and make it go faster and everything but i'm like okay inventory management in every game is the most boring part of it yeah. well and you, aren't, if you see other players aren't they traders traders with Trader. a oh you so you can like tra- yeah like there is that sort of element to but it but you know i heard that you but you couldn't actually meet other players like online it's just like npcs well maybe they're allowed to trade at a station and then you go to that same station i don't who well, knows that could be. it just seems like the ultimate like there apparently is a very short story mm-hmm. but it seems like the ultimate just waste of time well, and money and i think that there was just such a like hype about it and everyone's like oh this could really be amazing yeah it could if there was a point to it <laughs> and then it just didn't really live up to what everyone thought it was going to be I also saw like a trailer. I was like a bajillion plants. I'm like, I don't got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw a review that like someone got it like uh, an early copy, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you just have to get to the center universe, and you have to fight this big snake thing. And then they're like, spoilers. 
<laughs> right? I'm like, eh, I don't care. I still don't care. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like when I was at GameStop, they had it, and I picked up and I read the back of it, and I was just like, is. Uh. <laughs> it looks like a Vita game. It doesn't look that impressive. Kind of. Well, and it's the it's, cover looked boring. It's sort of like what I the, what I sort of heard the comparisons to is it sort of like Minecraft, except you don't like build stuff. <laughs> you just like mine so for resources. You just find resources and trade with them and travel the universe. That's yes. what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Why would I spend sixty dollars on this game if that's all I'm doing? Exactly. I mean, it sounds like the good a good. Uh, framework for an interesting game. Yeah. Like, if, if he had designed this, and then someone else had written a story to go yeah. with it, or to go over it, then it would really have been worth getting. Because, you know, you go to a world, and, and it generates new creatures, and it uses these algorithms to create... You know, it sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. um, you can also make additions to your guns where you can start, like, blasting your way through rocks mm. to get to ore in between rocks and stuff. But... I know, that doesn't sound very do you, interesting. No. Do you battle these creatures? I think so. Some maybe. Do you hunt them? Do you eat them? I think that you can hunt the creatures Do you hunt them and, and use the resources from said creatures to trade for, a, like, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what, like, none of us has played this, right? No, none no. of us has this. So we can't really say, oh yes, this game is pointless, but it sounds like it's pointless. But this is one of those games that sounded so cool at the beginning, right? And I was on the verge of getting it, and then once I started hearing more about it, I was like, "Oh, don't oh, believe the hype." Maybe not. How about you wait to get it when it's on the two ninety nine exactly. sale? <laughs> when everybody returns it. Exactly. Yeah. Or you yeah. get it on like when it's like a flash sale on PlayStation uh -huh. Network. Yeah. That's you what probably you get it for free on PS Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's what it sounds like it's worth to me because I'm not going to spend sixty dollars on a game when exactly. there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose that, for pe again, for people who don't play video games normally, it could be very relaxing. Mm -hmm. It could be. And it really could take your mind out, you know, into space. And, you know, if you have that kind of sense of adventure and exploration, but mm -hmm. usually there's a sense of danger that is supposed to come with it. And or, it doesn't sound like there's anything yeah, like It might that. be cool in VR. Well, it might be, be cool in VR. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Any other news? Yes. So I, this, I think, was just came out today. That Final Fantasy, or maybe last week, but recent news that yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen has been delayed until November. Oh, bummer. Did they give any reasons why? Uh, I think just extra development to polish it. Um, but it was supposed to come out September thirtieth. Maybe they're gonna add in the girl. Fuck. <laughs> well, this what? is my big complaint. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I just heard about this today, and I'm already I mad. No. Yes. Okay. Ahead, so Adam. it is confirmed that there are zero female party characters in Final Fantasy 15. Boo! How would they even make that decision? Okay. So there was an interview with one of the creators of the game, and like one, of, there were questions about it, and they were like, "Well, we really wanted to show like how." you know, this group of guys behave around each other and we thought that adding a female to the mix, like, you know, they wouldn't act the same like oh, if there was a girl excuses. there. That's the <laughs> dumbest piece of bullshit answer I've ever heard in my life. Like, okay, so we're currently in the middle of the Olympics right now and mm. every single day you hear another sexist thing. You, you read another <gasps> sexist headline. Yes. Like today, I read, Michael Phelps ties for silver in the Butterfly 100 and then underneath it, it says... Um, Pulaski beats 
the world record for gold in the 800 meter. So wait, why did the gold not get the giant headline and the mm-hmm. silver get the, you know, that's the kind of like things we're dealing with right, right. now. So hearing that there aren't any female characters mm-hmm. in this game yeah. when they have been popular in past games, have they not been? Absolutely. So why are you taking away characters that are popular in games just to create a guy's kind of thing? Does that mean in Final Fantasy 16 you're going to create a Girls, girls kind only. of thing? Well, which well news... they, they did the girl one already. Right. Which, <laughs> Ten two, which doesn't even count. Which news came out first? The fact that it was delayed or that there weren't any women? That there weren't any women. This well, has been out for actually a little while. Okay, so maybe oh. that's one of the reasons why it's been delayed, because they realized that they're making a big mistake. And then there, one of the things I saw, I saw a thing about like all their DLC items, mm-hmm. and one of them I'm all like, it, it's a car that's painted, but you know the girl mechanic? Mm-hmm. She's like all over the car in sexy <sighs> poses. I'm like... Gross. Okay, so the thing is that basically now, because there are no female party characters that actually have, like, story, then the only female characters in the game are just there in order to provide a service to the male characters. And that just is shitty. So does it mean, like, like there's just the five characters and that's all the whole game? Because, you know, like, every Final Fantasy you'll get, like, one or two. Yeah, there's usually at least six. I, I don't know, maybe it's harder to create these party characters nowadays but well I hope, I hope the one blonde one is gay at Cafe 3 or something well if they have a gay character wouldn't that throw off how boys all act like each other exactly around each other? So it's stupid. the same concept of having a female character only different because then you have the whole macho man well you know the boys are all so going to be weird. the same you need that Diversity inserted if it's going to be interesting. Well, then when has that ever mattered when you're trying to fucking save the world anyway? (laughs) (laughs) No, because the females are always underestimated and the bad guys are like, I'm not even going to worry about you. And then they come up and fucking save the world anyway. But I don't don't think there's been a Final Fantasy game without a female character ever. It's weird. Uh, So it's so weird that this one would do that. So the princess is part of the movie part of the Final Fantasy? Well, they're they're characters in the game. Yeah, but... You, they're just not playable. playable. Yeah. Which is disappointing because, especially playing Final Fantasy fourteen, I would think, based on the 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 ratio of male to female like avatars, that there are fifty percent women playing the game. Yeah. Because, and it's probably because it's one of the biggest franchises that has female characters to play. Well, and it's not like it's a Call of Duty game where it's like you're in the army and it's all dudes. Like exactly. Like this is like role playing games are such a cross gender genre because it's it's you know it it's can be anything it's fantasy it can be whatever yeah and, and it sucks that, that they have the princess and her bodyguard and the mechanic and I was like you can't play either one of those right like <laughs> exactly exactly I think they're making a mistake I agree well and again maybe they realize they were and that's why it's delayed and I that's mean, possible but aside from other things well this will have six DLC patches Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we, we brought this up a little bit earlier. Let's go a little more in depth on our opinions of Suicide Squad. So we all have seen the movie. Yes. yes. Mark, Steven, and I saw it together. Adam saw it without us. And without the Assassin's Creed trailer. He missed out. He sure did. Was, okay. So on the fast vendor scale. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Um, it did. On the trailer, real quick, it did look fascinating. It looked like something I would definitely want to see. Yeah. Okay. So cool. um, I'll just leave it there. We'll go on to the movie. <laughs> okay, so going into this movie, originally before all the reviews started coming out, I had really high expectations. 
Then all the reviews started coming out, and my expectations lowered a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit, because I still, like, I wanted to form my own opinion. I wanted to, like, watch it and see what... And I personally feel like they met my original higher expectations. I have a couple of things that I want to mention, but overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I liked the first hour of it, and then the second hour was losing me. Yeah. Um, yeah (laughs) it's sort of I mean I agree there were good parts to it I there was a lot of it that I liked the overall main a plot like basically made no sense it was just silly well they wouldn't I mean it was they wouldn't even have a problem if Amanda Waller wasn't trying to build a a squad she's trying to build a squad to stop superhumans and she thinks she can control superhumans except for the one that she can't control which then becomes a problem that she has to put the suicide squad together to stop which would have been an interesting plot point if it was actually a plot point but it wasn't (laughs) but it wasn't um she created their own villain i thought will smith had great charisma i thought he was the best part of the movie and i'm i'm not normally like will smith's number one fan but he was I, really thought, good. I thought what they did with Deadshot, he was the most well-rounded character, yeah. I thought. I, I will agree with that. I um I felt like the Joker storyline was kind of thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um I felt like it was kind of random. Like I under like I just felt like the Joker, like every time you saw him, he was just like it was either a flashback or he was just like, Where is she? Yeah. Where is she? They cut out a Where lot. Where is she? Jokes. They did. They Where cut out she? a lot. But okay, so People know who the Joker is, but they don't necessarily know who Harley Quinn is, and they're trying to build this universe. And I get that. Okay, which is why they inserted Batman so much into it. He, we had the Killer Croc, Joker, Harley Quinn. Who else was a Batman villain that was in there? Um, Wasn't he the one that cat caught Deadshot too? Yeah, Deadshot. Yeah, yeah. Deadshot's definitely so. El Diablo was like another. He turned himself in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 but I mean, it's a ba- it's still a Batman centric world, even when they're trying to introduce these new characters. Yes. I thought the Joker was in there just enough, but in yes. a way, sh- he showed up in a fa- in a fashion that was somewhat similar to how women show up. Yeah, looking yes. for the guy. Yeah. Yes, which and I thought was cool. I did like that. It was just, I kind of felt like it was thrown in there. Like I like how they did it. Yeah, but. I okay so as a film student I really felt that some of the editing was really choppy mm-hmm. fight yeah. scenes especially there are rumors that it was this is sort of like the third edit and this was like the studio edit of the film well no what Hollywood Reporter said was that the trailer got such great notice that they had them recut the people that cut the trailer oh, yeah. they had them recut the movie and the version that we got is like a mishmash between the, David Ayer's version and the right the studio version. cut and the trailer people. And, and they cut out the scenes where Joker is kind of being more abusive to Harley to make it more yes yeah. like the kind of like <laughs> the the thing about Harley Quinn and Joker is that it is portrayed as an abusive relationship in the comics and in the world we live in today that wouldn't be received. And so they have to be careful about that because they don't want people to not go see their movies when they're portraying it as the comics would portray it. Well, that's part of, like, Harley's thing. Like, she rises above Exactly. In the comics, she ends up leaving the Joker because she gets pregnant because... And she knows that if 
she stays, he'll abuse the child as well. I don't know any of this. Is this all the new 52? Yeah, and then oh. at the same time, like, she's having, like, her thing with Poison Ivy. Yeah, there's yeah. always so, a sort of a sapphic relationship. I would also like to bring in the killing joke on this, because what it has in common is Bruce Tim, who did the mm-hmm. new, the Batman Adventures back in the early 90s, he's the one who created Harley Quinn and put her in that kind of a relationship where, you know, if you think about it too much, it's yeah. not a good relationship. It's not. You know, he's a killer. Yeah, and, and he manipulates Right, her. and so in The Killing Joke, which DC just released, um, they inserted a whole subplot. You mean, is this in the animated version? The animated version. Yeah, I just saw that the other week. With Batgirl in a, in a sexual relationship with Batman, which is never, it was never even it on the type table, even in the weird. comics. Yeah, it was weird. And then, like, it was just, like, a, the way they ended it, I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, in the in the comic, Joker figures out who, uh, you know, that Batman is keyed into the Gordons, you know, uh, Jim Gordon, the police commissioner, and his daughter. Mm-hmm. Shows up at Barbara Gordon's house. When she opens the door, he shoots her in the spine, crippling her, and then kidnaps her father and takes him away, and so Batman has to go save them. So when it was originally written, it was enough that Batman was upset that his best friend, essentially, was kidnapped and being tortured, and that the Joker shot Barbara Gordon in the spine. That was enough. Yeah. That wasn't enough for this. They needed extra content. And so instead of working on building relationships in this world, they just stuck in a sexual relationship. They wanted to, like, care more for Barbara, and then they just kind of made it, like... But you would God, care more for what? Barbara if you saw her as a librarian, yeah. as a... That, but, that but, whole thing was like, she's just like, oh, now she's just a nutty girl. But right. Mark, don't you know that female characters' sole purpose are just for motivation for male characters? Well, it Didn't sounds you know like that? that's Bruce Timm's ultimate problem. And mm-hmm. as much as I love his art style and how he revitalized the look of Batman for the 90s, if that's how he treats his female characters... Did he do the killing joke? Yeah. He oh, I didn't it. know that. Yeah. Hmm. He did a good job on... Uh, Justice League, Gods and Monsters. That I did not see. That was really cool. How are women mistreated in that? Let's let's pick <laughs> through it and find something. Let's go back to Suicide Squad, yeah, right. shall we? Um, I did like how Harley Quinn was portrayed. Mm-hmm. I had a couple, like there were. She had her couple of bimbo moments, yeah. which I read an article before I saw that somebody basically said, "Oh, she's just a bimbo. She's not Harley Quinn at all." And I disagree greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I think she was fantastic. I loved that. Um, spoiler alert! Pause. <laughs> I love that how in the end she's the one who notices the sword right underneath um, the enchantress, yes. and is the one that's basically like trying to convince her, like, "Yes, I'm going to bow down to you, and ha, I'm going to stab you in the heart now." You know, like mm-hmm. I like how they made her the one to essentially save the day. Well, you can also say she still has her expertise as Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Exactly. You know, she still knows how to pick people apart psychologically, which is why, you know, um, if she's acting like a bimbo, she could be disarming them. She Mm -hmm. could be lowering their expectations of her, so then she comes out and kicks ass more readily. Mm -hmm. There are some pretty good fight scenes, like when she's Mm -hmm. alone in the elevator. Oh my God, that was fantastic. That's pretty neat. But the zombie 
people that they were fighting were just Those so were, nondescript. Yeah. They looked yeah. so cheap. They actually looked, they reminded me of the people from um, Left Behind. They looked like a costume. They but looked was, like they were wearing Left a costume. They were not Ninja Turtles foot soldiers Wait. that like you didn't care if the bad guys like killed tons of them. What's the game we were talking about earlier? The Last of Us. That's it, The Last of Us. Oh yeah. Same same concept. Kinda. But they had the you know the heads that Right. They, you they know, they're really bad rubber masks. Yeah. I don't it just was They bad. looked they looked weird. They looked clunky. Well, and I also for me the problem that I had with it the most was they have a scene um, at the beginning of the last third of the movie, the beginning of the third act, we'll say, mm-hmm. where they go into a bar yeah. to have drinks. And this is their bonding moment. And you know, one of the secrets of movies like The Dirty Dozen or something, which is that, you know, you have basically bad people who have to work together, is that they don't bond. Mm-hmm. No. They are working together to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then uh, El Diablo all of a sudden comes up with these lines later where he's like, this is my family. You see, I liked that part of the movie. You did. And then the rest of the that second hour was kind of meh. Well, he did that when he was fighting the uh, Enchantress's brother. Yeah. I the did. Bar, the, I like the bar, the flashback of the bar scene. I thought the bar scene was cool, but I felt like they cut out a bunch of the stuff from the bar. I feel like the bar scene was kind of slow. Yeah. Kind of like the movie was going, it was going, it was going, and then it stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it had to pick up again. Right. And That's I why it was like... a, it was not in the right place. If they wanted to do a scene like that, they should have done it before they all took off on this big mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something. It was. I felt like it. It was a pause in the action that didn't need to happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, and one of the Suicide Squad members does like get his head blown off at the beginning. <laughs> right. And but weren't you all sort of like when they were introducing all of them? I was like, ooh, there's like one too many characters. I was like, the one. Which one has the least amount of like promotional material? Uh-huh. That's. The, and of course, it was like a minority. Well, character. his right Slipknot is yes. his name, and uh, he actually was the person that got his. Um, well, they didn't blow off heads. In the original comics, they blew off hands. Oh. Which probably would have been a little bit better mm-hmm. if they wanted to have these characters show up again. But Slipknot right. was a character... Like, Suicide Squad, when it was created in the 80s, was sort of seen like a dumping ground to, to throw a villain like Captain Boomerang. Right. Who, when he was first introduced in Flash back in the, you know, the 60s, he was a, an actor who was over in America trying to sell boomerangs for a toy company because he was a boomerang yeah. expert. And then he tried to rip off the toy company and Flash caught him. And no. so then, from there, then on, then he had these trick boomerangs and stuff. But he's always been kind of a joke. Yeah. You know? Now, that's a good segue, though, too, because there was a little cameo in, the se- in Boomerang's capture scene. Oh, Flash. yes. Flash. Flash. I was Flash. not expecting that. No, but it, I thought it was uh, actually a little cute moment. Mm-hmm. I like I like that. That was actually the one scene that Zack Snyder directed. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he didn't not do that there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. maybe that means Justice League will be interesting to see. I like um, uh, the outfit. Sort of like yeah. the, the, the different bits. They're tweaking like it and they're tweaking spark- his look. Yeah, yeah. Like right now like I don't sparks. like it, but it's kind of... Like they, they keep tweaking it a little. Tweaking it. Yeah, I get like I didn't like Aquaman when I first saw him, but then like I saw him in the, the trailer, and he like oh, he looks cool now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's none of that stuff's even finished. Yeah. It wasn't even a trailer; it was just a you yeah. know teaser. But then footage. like there's a whole like him in full armor, and the full armor looks really weird. So would you recommend people actually go see? Su- I mean, it did it did well enough. I How mean, about we all give it a star rating, one of ten? 
One of ten. Let's. How about a letter grade? <laughs> okay, letter grade works too. Let's go with a letter grade. Steven, okay. what's your letter grade for Suicide Squad? C. C plus, C minus, just a C. C. Solid C. C. Okay. <laughs> that works. I'm going to agree that it's a C. I'm going to say B minus. I was going to go with B minus. Yeah. It was a solid. I thought that it was a solid movie. It was good introduction to the characters i think that there could have been stuff left out i think that they could have done stuff differently but overall i think it was a good solid movie i think the actors had enough charisma to carry it a little bit well will smith definitely did and we all learned to dance how to dance thanks to the enchantress (laughs) (laughs) now we call hula dance yeah (laughs) it's the macarena All right. Oh, so, but we never we didn't talk about how great Amanda Waller was. Oh well. Well, Viola Davis is everything. Yes. Yes. Uh, she was like the. She was to me was like the main villain. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. They didn't so really too. position her that way in the plot, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it could have maybe even played on that more. A good thing to check out um, is they made an animated movie called uh, Assault on Arkham, mm-hmm. and it's like a Suicide Squad uh, animated movie based mm-hmm. from the Arkham games. Oh, um, it's really good. It's almost better than the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Harley and Deadshot are like main characters in that one. So nice. I did like how there were a lot of powerful female leads in this movie, and I think that's why my my rating went up because mm-hmm. you had mm-hmm. you had um, Harley, Harley Quinn. Yeah. You had the Enchantress, mm-hmm. which while she was a villain, she was still um, also what was the name of the person who June had, Moon June. I thought freaking Kara, whatever her last name Delvin. is, killed that. I yeah. think she killed both characters in the Enchantress. Um, and then you also had... Katana. Katana. I was really excited for Katana, and then she was barely in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like but they still lines. worked in good character bits, like when she's talking to her sword. Yeah, yeah. I know? did like and, that. I know I noticed they cut out a scene from the trailer where she's taking out her sword, and you can see the, the spirits going into it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They totally took that out of the movie. Um, but I still thought that she was a very, like, she was still there. She mm-hmm. was still a prominent character. She was pretty badass. Um, but... And she totally killed it with her sword. Yeah. Well, who so. knows? Maybe we'll get a good ultimate cut, like Batman versus Superman. Oh, I'm sure. It'll be like five hours long. Right, with some inserted footage. <laughs> okay, so now it's the part of the program where we talk about what made us level up so let's start with steven all right um so as you know i'm going to new york this week oh yeah flame Flame con Con. but i'm leaving like in uh, two days okay Um, and i'm very excited to spend 10 days with my best friend that's so we're gonna do all kinds of like crazy adventures while i'm there and do some art on my downtime so i'm actually designing more shirts is this hot deadpool Best friend? Or no, 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 It's the guy that you know there that's been yeah. one of your models. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And I'm, I've known Anthony for like 10 years mm-hmm. or so. Or so. But Good. Yeah. And he's make it in the big city. Mm-hmm. So you just released two new shirts, two new right? Shirts. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I, I released a Harley Quinn uh, t-shirt. looks super cute. And then I did a sexy Professor Willow. Yeah, I'm going to do a couple more probably this week while I'm gone. What's the slogan that's on your sexy Harley Quinn? Tough, uh, love. tough love. Tough love. Yeah. Did now was that on the original drawing that you made, or did you add no. it on a T-shirt? I usually just add something to T-shirts, just to. That is it. the most perfect phrase that I've ever seen to go on a Harley Quinn T-shirt. <laughs> it was hard finding like, the right font. <laughs> I thought it was great. Fonts are hard. Fonts I am a, a font nerd, yeah. Yeah. and so I get you. Fonts take like when I, when I design flyers, that's uh, what takes the longest is finding just the right font. <laughs> All right. 
And you have a, so the where are the t-shirts available? Uh, stevenhgarcia.com. Slash t-shirts or merchandise? It's or? on the main page. Okay. <laughs> you, awesome. just, you just click on it. Yeah, it's there. Nice. <laughs> and if you're in New York, go see Steven at FlameCon. FlameCon. Go flame out. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I will go one of these days, I think. Mm-hmm. I know I have a friend that I haven't seen in a decade that I can probably crush with. You know how that goes. Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, why are you calling me? Um, <laughs> I'm going to be in New York. <laughs> so I'm in town. I'm yeah, right. Stop by for like two days. <laughs> right. Stop by for a two-day visit. Uh, Adam, what made you level up? Um, I have been listening to a podcast recently called Switched on Pop, which has been pretty fun. I've listened to that. Do you? Yes. It's pretty cool. Um, I, as the regular listeners know, am, have a background in music and work professionally as musicians so one of the hosts is a musicologist the other is a songwriter and so they break down popular music into um, terms that actual musicians will understand and they also like use a lot of cultural references and then compare like they did they did an episode about comparing boy bands to like the castrati of renaissance italy (laughs) you know so it's uh it's 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 cool. It's educational. Um, I find not not with everything, but a lot of pop songs. I I have a little different appreciation for it after they break it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recommend it. They, it's called Switched on Pop. They break it down to the point where it's like they did this because of this, and mm-hmm. they explain like why it's so catchy and why it gets stuck in your head. I'm like, mm-hmm. this makes so much sense. Switched yeah. on, switched on pop. Yes. Okay, I must start listening to that. Uh, what made me level up? is a movie that came out this past weekend Florence Foster Jenkins did you see it I did I oh, saw it on Sunday what's that I know it's it's, it's an the adult new movie. Meryl Streep movie he's asking because he's a turd <laughs> even I know it well yeah uh, it's Hugh Meryl Grant? it's the new yes Meryl Streep and Hugh Grant and oh, it's yeah. based on a real society woman who she was a great patron of the arts um, who didn't have a lot of talent when it came to singing, and she was unfortunately a little bit protected by her husband. Um, It's also told through sort of the point of view of her uh, accompanist that when the first time he hears her sing, he's just like stunned. You know, it's one of the guys on Big Bang Theory, so he he does really well with the, you know, with the laughs. Um, (laughs) She makes a record of herself just to give out to her society friends, and she gives one to a guy at a radio station, and he starts playing it. And it starts getting popular because people think it's a joke. Oh. And so she actually rents out Carnegie Hall, which it's a big honor to play at Carnegie Hall, don't get me wrong, but you can also pay to play there, you know, mm-hmm. to rent it out. And so that's what she did. Was that <laughs> and then, like her like dying wish or something? Well, she she did have syphilis, which if it goes untreated leaves scarring, I found out. I learned a lot about syphilis. <laughs> Yeah, in this movie. The more you know. Yeah, the more <laughs> scared. Um, but she died shortly after her concert. Hmm. And so her greatest phrase was, you know, people may be able to say that I can't sing, but no one will be able to say I didn't sing. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. But there's, there's a yeah. character from Citizen Kane that's loosely based on her. Is that true? Yes. I haven't seen Citizen Kane in a long time. Yeah. Oh, with the singing and everything? Yeah, because oh. um, Citizen Kane, like, sponsors the singing career of somebody oh. who's not very good. And okay. it's sort of loosely based on Florence Foster Jenkins. Well, this is a very good-natured movie. Meryl Streep is great. 
as always. Yeah. You know, but I have to. And Hugh Grant plays her husband. Yes, he's still charming. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as much as people want to complain about how millennials can't keep their hands away from their phones, I want to say that this crowd that I was with was mostly an older crowd. Like this is you know a movie that appeals mostly to older people, even though it's a very entertaining movie. Cell phones went off like four or five times during the movie. And they don't, these old people, let's not become these old people. Don't know how to put their phone on fucking silence. Not only that, but when their phone is ringing, they spend five minutes looking for it, complaining the whole time. Oh my God, I can't find my, oh, it's here. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh, you know, so it's not just... As much as we'll complain about millennials, at least millennials had to know know how to use their fucking phones. Right. <laughs> yeah, for Suicide Squad, I put my phone on airplane mode. Yes. yes. <laughs> my phone is always on silent. Yes, because I I would be uh, embarrassed if it went off in a concert or something. Yes. All right, so Ray, why don't you finish us out with some good news for God's sake? I would sake. love to finish us out with some good news. I have officially gotten our official Tumblr page up. So gameonpodcast.tumblr.com G-A-Y-M-E It has cast bios on there. It has links to all of our episodes on SoundCloud on there. Um, I reblog a whole bunch of nerdy stuff that I find on Tumblr. And I am planning on writing a blog post on our off weeks. So every if we have a, po- a podcast one week, the next week I will write a blog post to keep you listeners engaged and interested to keep you going until our next podcast. Um, we have the ask box open. So if you guys have any questions or comments or any topics you want us to engage on the show, you are more than welcome to drop those in there. Um, I will be running it, but you might see some content from the other guys as well. It's it's very impressive. We're so excited. Yeah, thank you. So Knew much. you were the right choice. <laughs> Super fancy. Tumblr. I met my future wife on Tumblr, so oh. it's kind of it's kind of my thing. See, I just um, use Tumblr for porn. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. So I. Uh, I, I may have to create a new Tumblr page so I can like it. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. So. I'm really excited about it. It gives me something to work on that's not just like playing video games and stressing about my wedding. It's mm-hmm. kind of like actually therapeutic for me right now. Good. So, um, and there's also links to our Facebook page, our website, and Steven's website on there as well. It so. looks beautiful. Yeah, I'm it really looks, proud it looks of fantastic. It. I'm Great really job. proud. It'll be the new repository for all of our fun stuff. Yes. I like working on Facebook. Don't get me wrong, but this looks much, much better. Yes. Yeah. So we'll put a link on Facebook. Of course. So if you're on our Facebook page, you can. We'll put a link on there, and you can, uh, you can come check it out. That's right. Awesome. So thank you. You sent us out well. Of course. Not on one of my rants. <laughs> <laughs> and so until next time. Game, game on. on.